0: We're going to talk about really making sure that your utility expenses are under control because if you let those compound, it really is going to chew into your bottom line.
1: Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone,
0: welcome to a fun episode where we're going to talk about problems. Lots and lots of problems. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. I am your host, Marco Kozlowski, with my two compadres, Frank Galluccio and Gabriel Araish, respectively from Toronto and Montreal. And I am in Orlando, Florida. Hope you have listened to past episodes. Uh, We're quickly climbing the charts in podcasts. There's over one and a half million podcasts in the universe of podcasts and we're creeping close to top 2500 so I'm pretty excited about that and today we're going to be discussing the problems that could arise in making sure you're paying attention to bills and expenses. In fact Frank and I were just talking this morning and Gabriel of course on a bill that just popped up for how much was it Frank? What was it? What's asset class and what
2: happened? Welcome everyone thank you. No it was actually a mobile home park and I just got a bill from the city Yay. yeah. And it was a 4000 whopping water bill. We do have tenants there, but I don't think they consume $4,000 worth of water unless they all ate something burritos and they're, you know, they're going to lunch on that. But yeah, and this is the second time that it happened. And
3: again, we try to be vigilant on the bills frequently. So is that for the month or is that for the year? they're built monthly. All right. Not everyone's familiar with that kind of uh, Oh, I don't know who building, gets paid. So, yeah. well, I don't know yeah, any Frank, city that
2: gets paid on a, on an annual basis. Uh, Frank, Frank, how does a how does a burrito have anything to do with a water bill? I'm really Use your Use your imagination. It's burrito. I don't know. Burritos maybe, you know, you have to go to the bathroom and uh, you know, oh, I do see. your thing. You're, you're do doing your a lot of flushing. You're a lot of flushing. Now I understand. Now I understand a lot of flushing. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but anyways, okay. So the- no, no, say it, say
0: it. We're, let's we're just talking here, man.
2: Okay, So listen. I, I don't know what the issue is. Yes, but I know I had in my own house, you know, a running toilet. And if any of you had a running toilet, you know, you hear the little at the end that adds up to a lot of money at the end of the month. I did not realize I was like okay, there's a little issue here. That issue runs into hundreds of dollars. So you now you multiply that by, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 units, you're going to have a shock at the end of the month. So in this particular case, it was a mobile home park. We got about 35 tenants there actively right now in there, and 4,000 is not the normal bill consumption for water at that park. So I just got this and I realized and they take the money out of the account. It's automatic and we look at the bill, you know, we panicked a little bit and like What's going on because this bill was in arrears. So you understand I'm paying for last month. This was for October 15th to November 15th. And now, you know, if this is a continuing problem, we're going to have the same issue come next month. So uh, obviously we had to phone our manager and see what's going on. So looking at the bill or looking at the meter frequently to make sure the little spinny thing is not spinning at a hundred kilometers or a hundred miles an hour is a one tail sign. Detect if there is, you know, some kind of issue or water consumption because sometimes you won't see it.
0: And, and- sometimes tenants can abuse. Um, I had a water park. That's how high our water bill was. It was like <laughs> we call it the water park. We actually had to shut the mobile home park down. This is a 400-space mobile home park that we had, and I had to shut down because the city had miscalculated the water, and our water bill went from very affordable to about twenty-five dollars a human that was living there to almost. $600 a human per month that was living there. And there's no way that we could sustain that water bill. We could even pass on that expense to the tenants. We had no choice but to shut down. We asked the city to renegotiate. We asked the city to do whatever we could. And sometimes when a tenant is not paying for water, they could open up a swimming pool and our meter just keeps going up, 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 and they don't care. They're just using the water however they want to so keeping your eye on not just the water we're, we're talking about water bills for the second but there are expenses that you really should keep an eye on water is a big one and if you aren't careful like leaking toilets I know Gabriel has no experience with leaky toilets whatsoever I was just at his, uh, his place not too long ago and I was like your toilet is leaking and that's scary so manage your expenses before you purchase and after you purchase and make sure you do comparison of both of those things.
3: Yes, Gabriel. Yeah, and I want to piggyback off that because and actually I just want to take a few steps back because, like you said, when you came to my house and I'm in Quebec right now in Canada, and we don't pay for water. So if you're a listener out there and you know you don't pay for water in your country or in your province or, or state, I think in the United States everyone pays for water. So in the US specifically, you pay for the water consumption that you use, whether it's you or your tenants in this case, if you're the owner of the property. But in my case, that's right. And I had no, I had a hard time finding a plumber because it was during this whole, you know, uh, pandemic period and nobody would come. So it just kept leaking. And, you know, I couldn't fix anything if I even tried. In fact, I would probably make it worse. My wife does not allow me to touch anything that has tools or whatnot. So... So yeah, it, it kept on going. And eventually I got that fixed. But it's only I think when, when Marco swung by and he's like, you know, that water is going to kill you. That water bill is going to kill you. And I'm like, no, it's not. We don't pay for water here. So if you're out there and you know, you're so confused that people are paying for water. Yeah, that's kind of the reality in the US. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, that's why Gabe gets a property tax bill for like $10,000. I'm like, but we don't pay for water. Uh, but you're paying it <laughs> it's somehow, obviously. You're paying it somehow. But, but going back to Yeah, but going back to what you said, Marco actually. So, how do you prevent these things? So, I know with the water consumption. So, a, a tail sign if you have a water leak is if everyone's losing pressure on the park or in the building, there's a water leak somewhere else. So, in this case, we're doing troubleshooting. We're like, okay, is the meter spinning? Number one, and they go, well, it's spinning, but it's not going crazy. So, okay, well, shit, that, so that's a good news, but it's also bad news because we don't know what the problem is. And the next question is, okay, does anyone report any water pressure dropping? Because if there's a leak somewhere, a busted pipe underneath the ground, water pressure, when you're taking a shower, you're going to be there forever trying to, you know, take off the suds off you. So, and that wasn't the case. And the third thing is like, okay, well, let's drive around. So that's what they were doing right now. They're driving around. And then we actually, right now, we just detected that it may have been a misread. So, the person who comes out there on behalf of the city maybe had a little few too much drinks and was looking at the meter and you know or well, was the Leslie or whatever the thing is, and they mixed up all the numbers and we had more of a reading because she goes, "Does it go backwards?" And I go, "No, the meter does not go backwards it usually goes <laughs> it usually accumulates uh, so it may be a meter reading error in this part, but in the previous time, we did have a huge water bill up in five thousand dollars, actually it was six thousand dollars. Marco, as unlike you, the city did give us a break on some of it, not all of it, but they did give us a break on some of that consumption.
0: I've also seen water leaks that go between where the city has it and where the meter is. And so it's right after the meter. So the meter happens and then the break is right there. And a lot of water that's being used and it never actually enters the park, enters the building It's right at the cusp of where the meter is being read. And sometimes the meter is going to be by the street and before it actually hits the property, it's broken or there's a severed pipe or something is happening. And that's a complicated issue because technically it's not your water, but technically it's being read as your water. And that was something that I've had to deal with in the past as well. So we are getting into horror stories and I don't want this to dissuade you from getting into the business. It's just part of the fun of the business. And if you don't encounter problems, then you're really not doing the business right. There are definitely going to be issues that you're going to handle. And most importantly, your management team is going to handle, not necessarily you. You just hear about these things and they should be equipped with, you know, what to do and how to do it. Power doesn't get, you know, consumed necessarily like crazy. There could be shorts, in which case, you know, you you could get a higher than normal electric bill. We had a tenant that was really pissed off when we evicted them and they turned up the heat to 120 degrees as high as it could be and the tenants upstairs were all complaining because it was a sauna. Like they couldn't get the place cool. They were just melting and we couldn't figure out what the problem was until the management team went under, you know, where we had evicted the person and they had just boosted all the heaters just to cost us money. And I I bought one building, a 42-unit apartment building where there were eight units that were empty and a whole family had lived in different units and what they did before they left is they poured concrete down all the the toilets and all the sinks wet concrete and you know that was a pain in the butt but didn't cost that much to fix it it wasn't as expensive as it sounds but uh, we got a really good deal on that because of that guy was just done with dealing with problems and he was self-managing and that's the big issue with people burning out is dealing with jerry springer tenants and all the shenanigans that they have and all the different issues. And we can have another episode on Jerry Springer tenants because I think that would be kind of fun. But, and, Jer- uh, and Jerry, Frank has a lot <laughs> Do of- Do I look like Jerry? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it sounds no. like it. You have a yeah, we, we, we don't have time to get into that today. <laughs> no, but, no. you know, we're going to talk about really making sure that your utility expenses are under control because if you let those compound, it really is going to chew into your bottom line. And a $4,000, but what's a bill usually- I think Gabriel already asked that.
2: What what is the usual bill? $450, $500 a month based on the tenancy right now that we have. But in terms of electricity, yeah, it's not meant to scare you guys. It's just meant to put checks and balances in place for your management and say, you know, check the meter frequently, check, you know, if there's visible signs of water damage or if there's reports that there's water pressure drop, that those are tail signs for water. Now for electricity, yeah, you got to look at that. Also electricity, we had someone that, yes, there's going to be people that are going to try to cool the outside because they want to sit outside and they open their door and they're trying to, you know, the ACs blasting or whatever. Uh, we had one at uh, one of our other properties where electricity went s- through the roof and we're like, what's going on? We you know, were looking around whatever. It's hard to find electricity issues, right? But we found out the one of the tenant really had a reptilia zoo in their apartment. Like we're talking snakes, reptiles, and they need heat. And they had all these heat lamps and they're like, what the heck? You could charge admission here. But they were soaking up so much electricity. We have a no pet policy. So these qualify as pets like that. Are you sure they, were, they didn't consider them family? Uh, Well, some of them do, but no, no, they were breeding them. They were breeding them. So it was a full fledged reptile breeding operation going on there. It was neat. They weren't all over the place. Obviously they were in their cage and whatever, but we can't have those. And you know, it it was literally a zoo. It could be a fire hazard, number one, an electric uh, consumption, but those are just things that your management will have to, on an ongoing basis, if you put checks and balances in place, you will catch them early on. And that one we caught Uh, Just a a side note on that. Also people stealing power. I've seen that as
0: well, where you have someone that Jerry, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy rigs the, the box and it goes into another direction, another direction, another direction. I've seen that happen. And that's your management definitely needs to see if, you know, the power lines are being altered. I don't know who would ever want to screw around with power because that would terrify the shit out of me. You know, zap, that's literally you're dead. You know, you don't have power is something I'd never want to screw around with. But, you know, people would do whatever to save a couple bucks, I guess. And I've seen that as well. Or a grow house, you know, which also takes a tremendous amount of energy. Where growing marijuana in uh, in their property. So, they have these grow lights as well. So, that can take up a lot of power. So, if you're the one paying for the power and that doesn't always happen. I try to, as soon as I get into a property, I try to do what's called rubs, which is renting the utilities back to the tenants, where you calculate what it costs and then you bill it back to the tenants. So it's a net zero cost to you. And there rubs riders that you have to implement. And at the time of signing a new lease, you can't just start doing it. You have to wait for the lease to actually expire and then have a conversation with the tenants around that but make sure that you're really monitoring what your expenses are. Looking at it, you know, and compare it apples to apples. So when you're doing due diligence on a property, we generally like to get at least two years of track of history. We understand, you know, last January, what was it? What is it this January or the past January, then this one? So we have three years to really go by. The first two years ago, last year, and then this year, and so on and so forth. So you can really see if there's huge spikes. And that's something that sounds silly to monitor, But when you start monitoring, it actually will save you a lot of money or you'll see a big change. If you see a spike, what's up, what's going on and being able to, you know, to take a look at that. And it takes two seconds to look and it can save you tens of thousands of dollars in the long run. And that tens of thousands of dollars translates to hundreds of thousands of dollars on a sale or a refi because a change in, you know, $10,000 change in revenue, 10% market cap is $100,000 in value on a refi. That's $70,000 in your pocket, at least 70% of that or 70, even 75 or 70 or 80% for that matter. It could be 70 to $80,000 in your pocket. So a $10,000 loss is actually $80,000 in cash in your pocket. That's tax-free for future
3: purchases. So really, really important to monitor those expenses and that 's exactly right it 's they're easy controls and if you you know if you do your financials every month where you actually look at each one of your bills quickly and just compare them to even the prior month a lot of times obviously utilities could be seasonal where you're using a lot of them, a little bit more heat in the winter, for example, or more AC in the summer, depending on where you are. If you do this regularly on a monthly basis, then you're going to catch it. And I think wasn't mentioned by Frank is that he caught that right away. And it's a lot easier to fix this or deal with the issue when it's right away than if he just you know, found this out while doing a yearly audit on his own books you know, 10 months later. So little controls that you can do or little things that you can do on a monthly basis can go a long way.
0: Now, do you have to be a professional accounting human to you know, have years of schooling? Oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm having a problem with 7 plus 12. <laughs> do I need to have a, some sort of university degree to be able to check this?
3: You know, it's the same thing as just to make maybe use an example that impacts most of the population. I mean, if your cell phone bill comes and it's $100 more than last month, you're going to start looking into it. Did I use too much data or whatnot? And it's the same thing. It's just that instead of saying, you know, your cell phone carrier, it'll say the water company or the city or whatnot. So it's, you know, if you're an adult and you can receive bills, then you should be able to do this.
0: Exactly. Just to recap, you ask to see what those bills look like on a monthly basis from your management company. You're not the one that should be managing this at all, but they should be at least some sort of process where you can see what those bills look like. Look at it from month to month to month, apples to apples to apples, oranges to oranges to oranges. So don't just look one month to the previous month. If it's summer and there's an AC bill, or it's winter and there's a heating bill, you know, it's going to be different. There's going to be some changes, some sways in, that, in those numbers. So, you know, have a little bit of common sense to that where you can see what it should be versus what it is. If there's a spike, like Frank keeps an eye on things, which is extremely important, you can see right away, what the hell, why is there money coming out of this account? And why is it so much compared to four, You know, 400 to 4,000 is a significant difference. Even if it was $650 to 450, it's still a significant difference. Unless last year around this time it also jumped and then, you know, maybe there's no explanation around it, but it's consistent. You don't know why people are using more water, but maybe Halloween, because it's, you know, you're talking about the month of October, maybe people just historically use more water during Halloween or bathe more during Halloween or maybe eat more burritos more (laughs) during Halloween, whatever the explanation is.
2: Yeah. But you also got to look at your obviously your tenant base too. Is it the same as it was last year and the prior year before that? So there's going to be variables in there, but yeah, taking a look at it, putting processes in places and, and catching it and where you can be lean, you know, th- this is an opportunity for you to sit down with your management and say, how can we be more efficient on electricity? Maybe, sh- you know, should we invest in the led lights, you know, in, in terms of water, should we, I know in, in one of the parks, we actually installed these preventers, you know, on the spivets outside with the water, we preventers there because people were, you know, we don't want people to fill up, uh, you know, the lazy Susan uh, uh, pool or, you know, you know, water the grass or garden all the time or whatever. So we have a lock on it that we can turn it on and off. So that's, you know, putting checks and balances in place.
0: Important, important. So that's all the time we have allotted for this topic. So check your expenses, make sure you monitor them. And if there's spikes that are unusual, address them and don't be dissuaded from buying assets because, You know, whether there's a $4,000 bill or a $2,000 bill at the end of the day, You're still making more money passively than you are actively if you do this right. So you can actually wait way more money using other people's money if you understand this business and uh, follow the processes and the steps than you ever could working a million hours at your current jobs. Uh, You can scale with hundreds of assets. It's very difficult for you to scale into hundreds of people that are working very hard. So enjoy your life. You've got one of them. Do whatever it takes to get as many cash flowing assets as you can into your life. And just have more fun. Do the things that you love so you can enjoy your life. It's really, really important. Gentlemen, uh, Gabriel, Frank, thank you so very much. Appreciate you both very much. And again, guys, if you love this episode, please send a positive comment. Uh, we love those and tell your friends, share it. We really want to uh, be the number one podcast in the universe. And we need your help to do that. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that you appreciate the content. Some great feedback so far. And we'll keep cranking it out. Thanks, everyone. Have a fantastic day fantastic life.
1: If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.